it is bullshit. You didn't treat your teacher to do shit. That's on you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Obi, that said, and we are drinking from the Garden Hose, your favorite podcast. Yeah, that's wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google. Remember, download us, like us, leave comments, give us feedback. We love your feedback. Turns us into a better show every time we get it. Ed, how are you? Doing great, Obi. Good to hear. Good to hear. So you're, uh, we're go- let's get right to the, to the juxt of it. You are a uh, single dad this week. Yeah, my wife is uh, gone, and uh, I am responsible for everything that takes place in this house. That includes taking care of the dog and my other daughter, my youngest daughter, and um, it's bullcrap. You know, I know these millennial dads are all into co-parenting, but um, this Gen Xer, man, there's, there's men's work and there's women's work, and the two shall never cross. And uh, this week, I am screwed because they're crossing. Not happy. So I I know as, you know, we talk about Gen Xers and our parents were whatever the hell they were, boomers, great, whatever the hell they were. Uh, and uh, they may not have been required to raise the children. But here's the thing. As soon as you told me about this and started bitching, the first thought I had is Ed's in the club now. He's asking the wrong person. Because here's the thing. I know that when I talk to my younger brother, he will tell stories of when out of nowhere, after I left, my mom would go somewhere and he'd be at home with my old man. And basically the two of them would microwave hot dogs uh, and and use paper plates for a week to, to survive because you and I, had, we were older child. We, we didn't have that because yeah, we were the oldest kid, but once we left, are you sure your mom never stepped out on Eric and your old man? Like, good luck for a week, guys. I'm I'm in the club, too. Well, I'm not sure my mom ever left me or my brother, but I do know this. My my mom definitely had what was called fend for yourself nights when I was still at the house. And that meant mom's not cooking. OK, so that meant that meant microwave dinners and in, in, in the in the like. Um, but in my house this week, there's it's fend for yourself, of course. And Obi, it's interesting. We have not used like real silverware or plates, all paper and plastic so far. Um, my wife left me a clean dishwasher. Uh, so I'm, I, I don't even know how to empty that damn thing. So I'm not sure if it's going to still be full when she gets home. Um, and, you know, like today I had to, first of all, I got to feed now. I got to plan my life around feeding the dog because truth be told, my wife cares more about me feeding the dog than me feeding the kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, the kid can fend for herself. Right. So I got to make sure the dog's fed. I almost said, I feel like I have to send pictures to prove that I fed them. And then, and then listen to this crap. I, I feed my kid. I I make the, I ask my wife, what do I, how do I make her lunch in the morning? She tells me, all right, it doesn't seem that hard. So today I get up, I make the lunch. And then I get a text from my wife going, you know, Alex isn't happy with what you gave her. She says, she says she didn't give her enough food. I'm like, I gave her what you told me to give. Well, I don't know. 
Well, apparently you don't know how to make a sandwich is what it comes down to because it wasn't big enough is my oh, guess. Oh, oh no. So no. my kid no, my kid doesn't even eat a sandwich for lunch. It's a bagel with cream cheese, and apparently I didn't put enough cream cheese on it. There you go. There so you guess go. who guess who's putting her own cream cheese on her bagel tomorrow morning? I, I don't have to guess. I know. I know oh. but I let me tell you who should put their own cream cheese on their bagel this morning. Yeah, but here's the thing. My kids are just as lazy as I am. If I don't do it, this is what's going to happen. She's not going to have cream cheese on her bagel tomorrow because she's too lazy to do it. And if I don't toast the bagel, she's not toasting the bagel either. So she'll starve. And then I'll get like called CPS or something. So there, there may or may not have just been a moment of silence there when you said toast the bagel. Uh, what? We yeah, you got to toast the bagel. You got to do what to your bagel? What do you do with it? You take it out of the freezer and you eat it frozen? Your bagels are frozen? First of all, they're not my bagels. They're my kids' bagels. And they're frozen. Because we buy the suckers in bulk. And they'll go bad if you don't freeze those suckers. Oh, so I'm going to make sure I hear this right. You buy your bagels. You freeze your bagels. You take them out of the freezer. And, and you toast your bagels. Yeah, and then we put cream cheese on them. But sometimes just butter. Okay, no, no, no more bagels. Just stop with the killing. And they're probably not even good bagels. You're in Connecticut, for goodness sake. You're buying bad bagels. You're freezing bad bagels. You're taking them out of the freezer and you're toasting them. So what yeah, are you I, supposed to do? How are you supposed to do? Well, you, you cook it? You bake it? You don't buy more bagels than you can eat in a day because no bagels should be held overnight to begin with. But if you got to buy them and have them overnight, then you buy them before, at like 5 o'clock at night. You take them, you leave them in the bed drawer wrapped in a nice plastic bag. You open it up, you cut the bagel. You don't cook the bagel. Somebody else already cooked the bagel and you put your cream cheese on. You don't toast your bagel and put cream cheese. You toast your bagel, at least put butter on it. But why are you putting cream cheese? No. I'm having a condition over here. I can tell that we were, you're really exercised right now. Oh, yeah. So you're telling me that you eat like a, a, a room temperature bagel at home? Yes. Yes. I get my bagel. I cut my bagel open. I put my thick cream cheese on it and whatever else I'm putting on it. No, toasting bagels. It's a sin. It's a sin. Now Never heard of that. Never heard of that. By the way, it's not my bagel, but I never even heard of that. Why then do you go to Dunkin' Donuts? Will they toast a bagel for Dunkin you? Dunkin' Donuts piece of shit bagel. It's not a good bagel. St Starbucks toasts them too. You can Starbucks, get a yeah, yeah. I don't get bagels at Dunkin' Donuts. I don't get bagels at any place that has more than three locations in the world. Preferably only one location. So that's the rule. One location bagel, man. That's you. Three. I'm willing to go with the three. Like if a guy's a, an entrepreneur, you can have three. Or a lady can have three locations for her bagel store. And if he goes to the fourth because he's really successful, now he's a sellout and you're not getting, he's not not getting your business. Sellout. After four, he can't be at all four locations to make sure those bagels are being made at right anymore. So then no, no, that's too many. You probably and, go like Einstein bagels or some shit. So the <laughs> fuck? No, I think we go to the bagel shop. I think that, first of all, if my wife has gone more than a week, I'm going to have to buy the bagels. As long as she's only gone a week, I don't have to buy the bagels. So I don't know where the hell we get the bagels. I just know they're in a bag. They're in the freezer. I put them in the toaster, and I toast those suckers. That's all I know. Okay. I'm going to let this go because we have other shit to talk about, but I'm, I'm, I'm peeing. 
Apparently so. I'm a clown. Apparently so. Bagel. Okay. Well, so now we know the first problem in your house is that you toast to bagels, but and we know that you know neither you nor Alex can do laundry. So are you both running this sniff test this week? <laughs> no. So it's so funny. I you know so she had a volleyball game today and I had to wash her uniform. So I said, "Give me some stuff," and she says to me, "Here," and she gives me just the jersey. I said, "Alex, I gotta wash more than just that." She goes, "You don't know how to do laundry," as if she's like projecting onto me. I know how to do laundry just fine. I do my own laundry. So she only gives me the jersey because it's a white jersey. Doesn't want me to screw it up. So I wash that by itself. So I'm killing the environment. And then she has a softball game tomorrow, so I have to wash that. Guess what I got? Just the pants, just the socks, just the jersey. Again, Alex, give me some more stuff. No, you'll screw it up. How can you? It's a black uniform. You can't even screw that up. But she's convinced. Call mom. Mom will tell you how to do it. This kid doesn't realize I do my own laundry. I mean, granted, I take all my clothes and put I'm a one load guy. Put them all in there because you know what? Nothing runs anymore when you're my age. No, no, I, I, we are. I am a one load. We are a one load family. It just all goes in whatever it is. It is because there's nothing that we have that is white that can't go in there. Because if it can't, if it's if it can't have it get run onto, then we're going to take it to the dry cleaner anyway. By the way, I have another. I learned a trick later in life. You just wash everything on cold. cold. Yes. This whole idea that you got to wash shit on hot. Well, why are you putting soap in there if you need hot water to kill what's ever on your clothes? The soap will do it. Everything on cold. I never wash hot. Never. And that's what these new uh, these new washers do anyway. They they almost all of them are all cold all the time. And the yeah. new soap. Yeah, absolutely. But you know that wasn't the case when you and I were doing laundry at you know in the house where we had a, a laundry machine. So I knew you knew how to do laundry because I've seen you do laundry. Yeah, well, my my parents actually made me do shit. My kids, they don't need. We've talked about my kid going off to college and not know how to do shit. And now we have a kid who's stuck at home with her dad who doesn't know how to do anything. So it's very clear. I mean, if the moral of the story is, yes, my life is difficult this week because I'm a Gen Xer and I shouldn't have to do shit. But Obi, you pointed out before the show started, my life is really difficult this week because I never taught my kids how to do shit. Yes, yes, yeah. that that is for this is where it comes to where the you know. What's that? The metal hits the road? Not the right thing. Whatever. Some shit. I think it's the rubber hits the road. The rubber's hitting the road now. You're home alone. And she's like, I can't do the laundry. Don't think you can do the laundry. You better call up mom. Mom's doing some, uh, doing some stuff where she don't want to be bothered by no one. And you're like, uh, yeah, you're going to have a clean uniform. And that's that. I hope she can do her own hair. Because I know that I saw a picture of her. where She had the softball girl hair going on. I hope oh, yeah. she can do that on her own because I know you can't do that. Yeah, she can. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't do any hair. She can do that. That's not a problem. She she does the stuff that she's interested in. You know, right. she knows how to work. She knows how to work her phone. Okay. She knows how to work her computer. Right, but how to clean up after herself? No. How to clean up after the dog? No. Here's the other. And listen, this is. I understand. This is next level. Um, world problem. This isn't even first world problems. This is like half world problems. The cleaning ladies come later this week. And you I don't know if you know this, Obi, but you got to clean your house before the cleaning ladies come. My wife does that, too. Like, I help a little bit. But I, so now I'm going to have to clean the house before the cleaning ladies come. Like I'm, And my dog, the dog takes every freaking toy out every week, throws them all over the living room. <laughs> and then, so I'm going to spend my whole morning cleaning up all his toys. 
And God damn it, you can't teach him how to clean them up. So, yeah, this is just a difficult week. And then Alex has a game. Literally, I'm not kidding. She has a game every night this week. I have late meetings two nights. I'm trying to juggle meetings, kids, dinner. I don't know how single parents do it. Yeah, and you only got one kid who's almost old enough to make her own bagel. So, you know, some of those single parents have babies. Well, just so so you know, Obi, I think it's obvious that if I made my kid make her own bagel, she'd have a bagel the way you like it because she wouldn't toast it. Because she, she doesn't know how to use a toaster. It might be frozen, and when she goes to cut, she might cut herself. So, you know, you can have all <laughs> sorts of problems over there. Yeah, yeah. So, Obi, yeah, I see you're wearing your nice Rutgers sweatshirt. Uh, I heard you want – well, first of all, before we get to that, I just got to go. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. Down go the Eagles. Thank you very much. But the other thing that we wanted to talk about was homecoming. Rutgers had a really big football win, big come – from behind win over the Spartans of Michigan State, which is awesome. I have a, a niece that goes to school there. So um problem is I can't even talk shit to her because when I text her like the final score, she says, what's that? Because um, <laughs> she, she really doesn't care about sports, like literally could care less. So I can't even talk shit to her. Uh, but Rutgers had the big win. And you said uh, you wanted to talk about homecoming. I said, great. That's, that was an awesome game. You're like, no. Things go on other than just football, Ed. That's what you said. So I want to hear about this. Because uh, my response to you was no. So this was – I I knew uh, about the game going on. Uh, I was very excited for the Michigan State game. It's a game as a Rutgers fan that had bowl implications because we got to win enough games. And some of these teams like Michigan that we got to play, we don't stand a chance in, in hell, even uh, upsetting, let alone, uh, you know, you shouldn't even be on the field, but you know, this is the joy of the big 10, but Michigan state was a bigger school that we had a shot at winning. So I was, you know, aware of the game was watching the score. I had plans uh, in Montclair uh, on Saturday. So drive up, stop and see the sun at Rutgers, take him out for, for lunch or whatever, and then go up to Montclair. And as soon as we get there and we're, and I know we're arriving while the game's going on, I'm like, this is more people then it's supposed to be here for game day. And it's pouring rain out. And there's people everywhere. And they, you know, you can see, you know, we talked about how your car got pissed on a few weeks ago. But you but you can see the slight difference between the college kids and, and that next generation. You can, they're like, oh, there's a lot of alumni here. The Golden Rail, the nightclub, uh, and Queens all during the game had lines about a block long out the door in the rain. I was like, I was shocked because I was like, obviously it's homecoming. I say that my son is at homecoming. He says, I don't know my roommates, you know, apparently my son and your niece. I don't know. My roommates were watching the game though. They said it was kind of important. <laughs> You know, my niece also was in uh, theater. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a commonality there. The, <laughs> like, the theater thread. Yeah, absolutely. Although one of the guys uh, who who was uh, is one of his roommates and was watching the game is a theater dude. But still, yeah, that's that is the commonality for sure. But campus was packed. I've not seen it like that in the middle of the day. Lines streaming out the bars, and 
I didn't know anyone was anywhere not at the game. Granted, at that point, it was just about the end of the third quarter. Rutgers was down. looked like they were going to lose. The weather was ass. But how everyone got to the bar so quickly was shocking. We go all the way out to uh, Somerset Diner, which was a place I didn't frequent but went to enough so I knew it. And it was packed. I was like, wow, all these people here for homecoming, none of them at the game. Well, you obviously didn't you obviously didn't watch the game on TV. Uh I watched the game on my phone. Well, didn't you notice that no one was in the stadium? They no, they I, they I, say on my phone. I was watching like the updates. So oh, they no. sold they sold fifty thousand tickets and only five thousand people were actually in the stadium. Okay. So they all went to the bars in the Somerset Diner. <laughs> That's where they went. See? Because it was raining. Because it was raining. So oh. they're like, let's get the hell out of here. Let's get out of the muddy parking lots and let's go to the bars. Okay, now I know because it was it was it was packed. I mean, like I said, the three places that we, you and I, went to on Eastern Ave our entire lives, all of them. You know, we walked in without an issue, didn't even think about it. Lines out the door. Lines. Yeah, out the not door. too many, not too many people in the stadium, Obi. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, but it was it was good to be on campus. So uh, we borrowed his umbrella because we were going to Montclair and. We didn't bring one on our way out the door. And then, you know, as we started driving, we're like, wait a second. Montclair has bad parking. We're never going to park near the, the restaurant we're going to make the kid give us the umbrella. And then I was going to give it to him on the way home. We started driving home. And then I realized I'm not going to the center of campus on during homecoming. Screw you. No umbrella back for you. I bought, I'm the one who bought it originally. I'm keeping the umbrella. I'm surprised the college kid had an umbrella in the first place. Last year, or so midway last year, he well, he had a he had a decent walk uh, last year uh, to get to um, his classes. He it was it was long enough it was long enough that it was it was short enough not to take the bus, but long enough to be a walk where having an umbrella became a necessity. So he's become jumped into umbrellas. Well, you, Obi, I think an umbrella is a necessity because I'm old and I melt if I get wet. But right. these young kids today, they don't. They just put a hoodie on and they go out. I mean, I, I I dropped my kid off of high school on the pouring rain, and the amount of kids just walking wearing a hoodie is amazing to me. I I agree. He's all he, he's older than the high school. Like yeah, I'm thinking like last year between the distance and his age, he was like, "Screw this! I think I'd like an umbrella." And yeah, that's that's very theaterish of him. Also yeah. known as mature. That's very mature of him because. I'm telling you, college kids, I have a college kid does not own an umbrella. I can tell you that right now. Oh, there was lots of umbrellas. But again, again, those were probably at homecoming. But then again, those were, you know, 20 Alumni. Alumni that melt when they get wet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he is an old soul, they like to say, or we like to say. But Obviously. That's how you pick out the old souls on a college campus, the ones that have an umbrella. Umbrella, long pants in the winter. Briefcase. <laughs> you know, they don't have the uh, the, backpack. the backpack. They have a, they have a, brief a briefcase case. or a satchel, yeah, as Alan would say. Yeah, yeah. And he's got he's got a he's got a uh he's a he's a backpack, but otherwise, yes, I think you could uh, identify him rather quickly. Obi's coughing up a lung right now, I think, but you yes. can't see that. No one can see that on the podcast. No, no, no one can, nor did they need to know, but you let him well, in. Well, I'm, I'm here to be their eyes and ears. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, I don't know what they would do without you. 
<laughs> well, apparently they, we know we know your child will starve with you. I don't know what our fans will do without <laughs> the, the dog's not going to starve because I'll get in trouble for that. That's right. That's right. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you something else that I, you know, I'll probably get in trouble for this because I never know who listens and who doesn't. But so my wife last week, you know, my wife is older. We're Gen Xers. And so my wife's going through that stage in her life and um, where everything's hot. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Except, except maybe her husband, but everything's hot, right? Right. And yeah. uh, so she, so I even said to her the other day, I'm like, oh, I think it's getting chilly. I might have to turn the heat on. She goes, no, you don't turn the heat on. I don't want you don't, do not turn the heat on. I'm like, all right, that'll save me money. I'll just put a sweatshirt on. So I woke up today, it's freaking 62 degrees in my house right now. She's not home, but I'm still cheap. So I'm like, all right, I won't turn the heat on, even though Alex is like, it's freaking cold in my room. So I shoot my wife a text message. I go, it's too bad you're not here. It's 62 degrees in the house. She sends me back where she is. She's she's staying with someone. She's helping them out. And she sends me back a picture of the thermostat. And it's 84 degrees. And she goes, it is effing hot in here. So it would be 62 here for her. But right now, so I, she she was not a happy camper this morning. Let's just put it that way. 84 degrees. I, I I imagine so. I my wife and I we crossed when I you know I used to like it really cold and she used to like it really hot. And apparently as us guys get older, we're like, eh, you know, we can use it a little warmer. We're fighting the dollar bills, but we're like, eh, yes, I can go a little warmer. And now she's like, I don't care, it's the winter. There's a fan on and the AC runs 24. You're like, what happened? What happened? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just getting the house ready for my wife to come home. So it's it's chilly. It's cold. 62. And then I looked at the weather. I'm not sure how it's going to get warmer than 62. So it might be down to like 58 by the time she gets home. Oh, you're going you're to be a hero. You might actually be hot. The house will be so cold. I don't know. Speaking of hot, you know, the other day I said to Alex after a volleyball game, I'm like, hey, mommy's going to take you home. I got to go hit the Y to work out. And she says to me, yeah, I don't know why you're doing that. I don't see any difference. And I said, well, I'm just wearing a shirt. You can't tell. She says, I tell you what, maybe you should work on core today. So I just told her, I, you know, I just left in disgust because I didn't want to give her the lecture about spot reduction. Right, right. But she didn't need the lecture on spot reduction. She had thrown you a punch that you couldn't recover with and going to spot reduction wasn't going to help. No, I just, I just basically just put my tail between my legs and got away from her. Yeah. She, she just owned me actually. Yeah. Yeah. She seems to do that. Um, a lot better than her sister did. Like she's really knows how to, to throw a, a verbal punch at you. Well, you know, the, the older sister got me with a zinger one day. I was, uh, letting her know, um, so it was when I first got the job in New Jersey and we hadn't moved and we still haven't moved, but the plan was to move and she was not happy about it. And uh, so one day I was explaining to her something about life and she's like, why should I listen to you? And I said, well, you should listen to me because I'm a really smart guy. And she says, oh, yeah, then if you're so smart, why the hell did you get a job in New Jersey when your family lives in Connecticut? I had to actually turn around because the face I was making would not have made it look like, you know, I was upset with that. I thought it was hilarious what she said to me. I thought it was pretty smart on her part. I said, wow, she's got it. She actually got me with a zinger there. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I find that children named Alex know how to throw barbs. That's that's all I'm going. Well, with. that one does throw barbs for sure. Yeah. But you know, she still hasn't said anything about her bagel and not enough cream cheese. We'll see if tonight, when I have to try to make her dinner, if she says anything about it. What do you, What are you making tonight? Are we making frozen mashed potatoes? <laughs> no, we're gonna toast the mashed potatoes, you idiot. Toast everything in this house. <laughs> No, no, that, that, that's a different house. You drink everything in your house. You're not supposed to. <laughs> you, you, you know, we went a week without an oven because it the old one broke and I had to get a new one. And and uh, we really toasted everything. Toast Because the microwave leaves it a little soggy. So you got to toast that shit. Right. Toaster oven works, works perfect. Yeah, exactly. Toaster oven. That's what yeah. we got. Excellent. Excellent. You know what? That kind of sucks. Charm is that we suck. Thanks for listening. I'm Obi. That said, catch us next time on Drinking from the Garden Hose, your favorite podcast.